Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. I took the blow. The Vinny Rock Podcast. The Vinny Rock Podcast would like to thank the following sponsors. Core Medical Group. Core Medical Group distinguishes itself as a prominent entity in the healthcare sector, specializing in offering innovative hormone replacement therapy solutions, which stand as a testament to their commitment to advancing healthcare. Core Medical Group values building enduring relationships and ensuring that each interaction is tailored to meet the specific needs of the professionals and institutions they serve. Learn more now at coremedicalgrp.com. GMR Gold. The bullion box by GMR Gold stands as the pioneering offering in the precious metals industry, being the first ever monthly subscription service for precious metals. It manifests as a seamless and innovative solution for those keen on diversifying their investment portfolios with precious metals, making the acquisition of gold, silver, platinum, and palladium uncomplicated and straightforward. To learn more and subscribe to Bullion Box, go to gmrgold.com. Everest.com. Everest stands as the paramount independent outdoor marketplace founded by individuals with a relentless passion for the great outdoors. They are driven by a singular mission, to provision goods for every facet of the untamed and boundless wild, be it hunting, fishing, hiking, camping, survival, and more. So step up, immerse yourself in the diverse tapestry of outdoor life, and let Everest be your guide to transcending the ordinary and embracing the extraordinary in the world outside at Everest.com. Modern Gun School. Modern Gun School provides a tailored learning experience allowing you to study on your terms whenever and wherever it's most convenient for you. Their flexible open enrollment policy means you can kickstart your education for a career as a modern gunsmith immediately. Modern Gun School proudly accepts the GI benefit and vocational rehab, emphasizing their commitment to supporting veterans and individuals undergoing vocational rehabilitation. Embark on a journey of discovery and skill enhancement with their accredited program and carve your niche in gunsmithing with Modern Gun School today. To learn more and enroll, go to mgs.edu. Stay Classy Meats. Stay Classy Meats is deeply rooted in a reverence for time-honored traditions and enduring values. Working hand-in-hand with farmers and ranchers who share a mutual respect for these principles. Stay Classy Meats is not just a brand. It's a movement towards real food, a commitment to quality, and a journey to share a piece of Montana's unparalleled meat quality with the world. To place your order, visit stayclassymeats.com. Dr. G. Um, For those of you guys who are listening, I went to a traumatic brain injury clinic for two weeks. Uh, It was graciously donated by the Defenders of Freedom nonprofit. And... um, Several other nonprofits are involved in the same thing, but what they're doing is funding veterans to get traumatic brain injury um, relief, I guess. And we went to a clinic called uh, Resiliency Brain Health, and I was like blown the fuck away. And yeah, you can cuss if you need to. I know you might not, <laughs> but I'm just saying. 
I was blown away with a lot of the educational portions of of learning uh, some of the things that the brain controls and some of the issues that that I might have. And so um, I don't know I found it interesting, and so I wanted to invite Dr. G to the podcast, and so she can kind of better explain it to the world because I think the, like the most important thing we can do is keep people informed and educate them on these Absolutely. things because if it wasn't for me going through this, I never would have known any of this. And so, Dr. G, how do you say your last name? Gode. Gode. Mm-hmm. Gode. Yes. My husband is from South Louisiana. Oh, there it so is. So, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay, we're good. All right. Um, going into this, I had no idea uh, what the traumatic brain injury clinic would consist of because when I first got out, I went to the VA and they did the whole CAT scan thing and I was telling them some of my issues and they were able to identify like, hey, when I did the CAT scan that I had a minor TBI. And the crazy part for me was I was almost confused. I wasn't, I wasn't blown up by the enemy. Right. You know, uh, I don't have a purple heart. Right. I was just an infantry dude who did infantry dude shit. Right. For four years on a very active, active uh, unit. Mm-hmm. And to get out of the military and to find out I had a minor TBI, which I was embarrassed to tell people because I, was, because I didn't get blown up by the fucking right. enemy. And so when they told me that, I was like, what the fuck happened? Absolutely. And I imagine like there's a lot of us that are coming to your clinic that are realizing that same exact thing. 100%. Yeah. So the, a lot, if you remember when you first came in, I asked you, do you know what we do? And your answer was no. Right. Yeah. Somebody told you you yeah. needed to go there. So you came because there were some challenges that you were having and you wanted to just be informed. Right. Why and what. Right. Mm-hmm. So part of what goes on with traumatic brain injury is one, people don't know how to define it. They don't actually know what causes or what all can cause a TBI. So you and I talked about this vascular, you're right. Yeah. You can have vascular injuries. You can have, uh, an, a trauma where, you know, your head actually is hit. You can have a whiplash injury, right? You can have an, an injury where you lose oxygen, a hypoxic injury. You can have a chemical injury. Somebody gave you medication, prescribed medication, and you had a reaction to it. Really? That can cause an injury, right? So there are viruses, right? We've, yeah. we've known meningitis for years, right? bacterial and viral. So there are a lot of different things that cause brain injury. And most people think either one, I have to lose consciousness. That's the only way you get it. Or two, well, I I know I was blown up multiple times or there were multiple blast explosions near me. So maybe there's something to it, but it's mild because my docs told me it was mild. So it can't be any big deal because we use the word mild, right? which is not the case at all, as you have since learned. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, um, I had one serious concussion as a kid. Right. And I say serious. I don't know. What, I don't know if I'm saying. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. For me, the person who got hit in the head, I felt pretty serious. Absolutely. Uh, I was playing like a turkey bowl football, you know, on like a whatever. It was like Thanksgiving Day. You show up and then all these people on the field, you just pick random ass teams and you just play with no pads and it's tackle. It's just mm-hmm. fucking dudes doing dude all shit. All sizes. Yeah, all, all sizes. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I went for like a, you know, I'm a skinny little dude at the time, went for a catch and some guy clobbered the shit out of me. Yes. I blacked out. I don't know anything. All I know is I remember coming to holding my head and they were like, damn, bro, you good. You got fucked up. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, I'm just going to sit out. And my head was killing me. And then they were like, hey, dude, the game's done. They're like, let's go home. And I'm like, 
who's going to pick us up? And they're like, you drove. And I'm like, wow, bro, I can't drive. <laughs> like, cause I don't even know where I, I didn't even know I drove and it continued for the, for the rest of the day. Felt like right. a kind of a dream. Yes. And, and I was like, man, and I remember coming home to tell my mom, but back then, like my mom, any, you weren't bleeding. Yeah. It wasn't a problem. Exactly. Yeah. You hit your head. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? My mom would probably say, that's what you get. <laughs> that's like one of those things. So that's probably the most significant uh, brain injury, uh, head injury or, or concussion I ever ever had, and I never thought anything of it. I played football, you know, you know, you get your normal, you know, your bangs up and whatever it is. Right. But in the military, I had a couple rough jumps. Right. I hit one jump. I got dragged for a good probably thirty feet until um, I got my. I was able to take my shoot off. I took a knee and I was like, "Damn, that was rough." And I threw up. Right. And then my buddy comes to me and goes, you good, bro? You got dragged. I was like, I know, dog. I got <laughs> fucked up, packed it up. And I was just like kind of walking like, oh, dude, I think I got a concussion. Yeah. Right. And then part of my career, I was a Gustav. I was a Gustav team. And they're like, hey, you can only shoot like four of these a day. And I'm exactly. like, well, fuck, we just had a range. I shot 46 <laughs> of these bitches. Dude. I mean, so I started to like put it together, all the little injuries in my life that might have created this this like positive, you know, TBI. Right. And the only thing I could think of was like, you know, the jumps, a couple jumps. Right. But then, um, the, the blast explosions, right. right? Being, you know, I went through the master breacher course. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, when you do combat, you breach doors and you Absolutely. sit really fucking close to them so that you can get in that room as fast as you possibly can. Right. And so I've eaten a ton of charge. I got rocked with one of, one of the charges. Um, and so that, and then I, and then I realized like, fuck why isn't anyone telling us that right like why isn't ranger battalion and, and i love ranger battalion like that's those that's my boys right but man for the longevity of your own soldiers right like, why wouldn't you say hey dude we can't train like this it, it sounds cool it's what we used to do and it sounds tough but it's mm -hmm. fucking stupid and it's yeah. gonna hurt the longevity of your career right they have a purpose right yeah and that is to get you trained and much like the nfl they have a purpose right and if they pulled you out every time they thought it was a possibility, you would never get to the point where you were. Now, in all reality, your brain does heal, right? Yeah. That one when you were a kid probably did heal, right? But that was done a growing brain. So did it heal the way, or did your brain continue the way it would have? I don't know. But our brain is designed to heal. However, when you go and you you play around with some Gustafs for a while, right? Yeah. And then you do a jump and then repeat that jump and then repeat that jump again. And so you didn't have a chance to heal from that one before there were some additional injuries that happen. Okay. Yeah. So there can be, and, and I think you and I had conversations about this a little bit, you know, you, you've had all these incidents now that you look back and you're like, man, I, I, I got rocked. I mean, I got rocked hard. And the other day I just hit my head on the cabinet and that really sent me to the floor and I was out for the entire day. How's this little bump on my head on the cabinet seem like a bigger deal than what I went through there? Yeah. It's not that it was a bigger deal. It's that the initial one didn't heal. And then you had a secondary that seemed more severe because it is because it's compiled with the first one. It's like so compound. Completely. Compound, yeah. Each time it doesn't heal, it becomes more serious, even with a lesser force. So our brain is designed to heal. It just doesn't always get the opportunity to do it. If we're not eating and sleeping and staying hydrated, you know, all the things that your body inherently, you know, this, you yeah. learn this in grade school, again, in middle school, again, in high school, these are the things your body needs to heal. Then they don't. Right. Yeah. And it becomes a very big deal. So real quick, I know I jumped in this. Can you, give a brief like bio who you are and what your profession is. Sure. 
So uh, I am Dr. Charlene Godet. Uh, I am one of the docs at Resiliency Brain Health. We're here in Capel, Texas. And uh, I have a doctorate in chiropractic, and I have multiple secondary degrees as a neuroscientist uh, in neurology. Nice. Awesome. And I was, that, that's the one thing, I was amazed that I heard chiropractic. I'm like, wait, you got <laughs> chiropractors too? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, exactly. that, that was like, what? But Oddly enough, I went to another like social event and, and it's just kind of this uh, event of like a bunch of veterans and, and, and business owners who, who want to work together with veterans, right? Just kind of like a social. And one of the guys there was a freaking chiropractor. Yeah. And he says, dude, I said, I just came back. And he goes, yeah, man. He goes, what, what most people don't think of, like what we see on TikTok is just the cracks. And it's like, yes. oh, that's fun. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. I, and, I, and I watch all those things. I think I'm kind of like a, I'm a TikTok expert of cracking backs right now. Just so you know, <laughs> I might hurt one of my kids one day, but I'm just saying I've just learned a lot. Um, but I had no idea that it was so in depth, even more so than what we think, like what the average person thinks of chiropractic is right. just like crack a bone, this and that. But it heals a lot of things. Like one of mm-hmm. the things that I learned in your clinic was like the vestibular side of my body. Absolutely. I guess it could be the reasons why I've struggled with AFib mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Well, it, it has a lot more to do with your brain stem, right. And, right. and your brain, but there is a lot that goes into that. Your vestibular system plays a big role in not only your balance, which is what most people think about, right? right. But in your visual system and your uh, sensory system and just knowing where you are in the world. I mean, your vestibular system plays a role in just about everything that you do. Okay. And so if it's not communicating, those areas of the vestibular system do not communicate with the brain, then the feedback that the brain is sending out is also not appropriate, right? Right, absolutely. So I, I was tripped out by some of the stuff we did. It was, it felt like I didn't understand it. And I think by the second week, I started to get why. Things like the vibrating table, mm-hmm. you know, things like um, the no-nos. Right. Right. All these. Uh, Those are the big ones. <laughs> yeah. As much as it seemed so minor and mm-hmm. almost like, oh, here we go, we'll do our warm-ups again. Right. It had the most impacts on my testing at the end of the whole thing. Right. What is that about? So we did testing in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, we do testing again. How much progress can we make in this time frame? Um, so we have data points showing, you know, what we're doing. So when people do have questions, uh, we have data points. It's not um, a subjective. It's, it's right. an objective finding. So when we're doing uh, things like your no-nos, right, yeah. we use your eyes and we talk about how much information your eyes give to your brain, right? And so if your eyes are inappropriately receiving, right, or sensing, then they're inappropriately, out, the output, the feed is to your, to the rest of your brain and body is inappropriate as well. So those no-no exercises, uh, if you remember, we went through the all the cranial nerves and how all of that is and how much representation in the brain, but that's actually stimulating your frontal lobe, it stimulates your brain stem. We're going to stimulate with additional exercises. We're going to stimulate your um, parietal lobe, which is, you know, where you are in space. So we're going to stimulate all these different areas of your brain first in the day by just doing eye movements and eye exercises. Yeah, the eye movements and exercises, we were able to change my heart rate. Mm-hmm. Yes. How? <laughs> I still... <laughs> I have my homework here. I have my these are the tools they gave me for my homework. 
So explain to me, explain to me how my heart rate was able to go from, I think I was at 140 over like 90 something. And then it dropped all the way down to like, at one point, I think it was like 114 over Mm -hmm. 80. It was like, like for me, I was like, this is crazy. So what is it that I I just don't understand any of this and I'm trying to better understand (laughs) it. That's all. Sorry. No, that's okay. Cause that's, that's half of what we want to do with you guys, right? We want to make sure you're educated so you continue to do these things. So if you do encounter another problem, you're like, Hey, listen, there are some things that I know I can do that may help this. I'm going to try that first before I go to the next step of, you know, uh, drugs and surgery and things like that. Right. So your eyes have nerves that report to different areas of your brain stem, right? Yes. Well, your brain stem is what actually controls blood pressure or any of your automated systems in the body. So we do certain exercises with your eyes to see how it will change the information going in and coming out of the brainstem. That's all we did, right? We stimulate your eyes. It stimulates the area it's supposed to. And the resulting factor is we can lower your blood pressure. Is that, is that partly due to the fact of guys like us, these military dudes, most guys go through clinics seems to be like special operations or combat arms dudes, right? Obviously there's something to that effect. It seems like, and then there's also, you have, you know, first responders and whatnot. Right. But is it due to the fact that our career career field is always so high tempo engaging that we are always at that kind of that ready in the brain? Is the brain always mm-hmm. at the ready and so it doesn't want to relax? Is that part of like the the brain trauma and trying to fix all these things? Is that is that what we're you're kind of I don't understand, but right. So I felt like why is my shit that high when I don't feel it is? Right. You know what I mean? And I felt like to me personally, just kind of like trying to understand it. I felt like, man, my body must be at like a, a, always at the 90 mile an hour rate in its head. Right. And, and, and it It should, it should be at idle. Right. Right. So neuroplasticity is the, is the big word that that kind of encompasses all of this. Neuroplasticity can be a positive neuroplastic change or it can be a negative neuroplastic change. When you were going through boot camp, when you were going through all of your additional trainer, breacher school, all of this, there was something that that you did, right? A, each day you would go in and they would give you your objectives. Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. And so you would get at your ready mode, right? So yeah. you set your ready mode every day. The only time you weren't here is when you were asleep. Other than that, you were set high. Right. So your brain learned that that is what you needed from it. So it reset. That's a neuroplastic change. Right. Well, when you needed it, it was very positive. It kept you alive, right? But now you're here and you don't need it, but your brain hasn't learned that it can reset. So part of what we did with you is work on lowering your blood pressure, lowering some of that autonomic that you have, you've trained right up and now we're training it back down. So your brain learns to the day that you're no longer here, right? Your brain has the ability to learn something new or unlearn a bad habit. We've all had bad habits, right? right? Yeah, tons of them. Tons of them. And some of them we choose to stop and we're very successful with. Some of them we choose to stop and it's a little more work for us. Right. Some we choose to stop and need intervention, right? Yeah. So this is just your brain relearning that that was good then. It's not positive now. So now we're going to reset you. It it was crazy to me because I I never thought, well, part of me, I always want to be ready. So I'm always like, oh yeah, you just never know. And then when we started doing that, I was like, man, why is my, like, 
my mom has high blood pressure. My dad has has uh, high cholesterol, right? So then I'm like, oh, it's hereditary. But like, maybe it's not. Maybe right. my high blood pressure is genuinely my post-traumatic stress and TBI and just life experiences that my brain is always at the ready. Yes. And so when doing that, I was like, shit, this is, this is interesting. But what I've learned it f- since then, I feel like I've had a lot more patience in my life. Good. Like it's, I feel like that has improved this, right? Good. So since I'm not at the ready, I'm not always at the quick to go like, hey, bro, bro, right? So like, I'm not like someone drives back, I'm like, all right, that guy's an idiot. And normally I'd be like, fuck this dude. <laughs> Everybody dies, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I felt that since coming back from it and trying to work on uh, continued like education of this, I feel like I'm, I'm more patient, not with just Perfect. like just the kids, but just right. like in life. And I'm kind of like more like, you know, all this shit going on with the ward. Normally yeah. we would be guys like us would be like, Oh bro, they call his back. Let's go. On. What can I do? You know, I'm, you know, I was helping people get fine body armor. Cause a lot of people call me for body armor. So I'm trying like the Lord of war right now. Right. Everyone's like, what do you got? And I'm trying to help this, but I don't feel the, anxiety that a lot of my friends are feeling right now Perfect. i don't feel that and that's good mm-hmm. you know it scares me a little because like is that dude still in there like i know he is but like i don't feel that engaged like i used to be but i, I imagine that's like the healthier part of what i'm doing well you're having a more normal um feeling now than you were right yeah. you you had learned again you had learned that and you stayed there all the time, even when you didn't need to be in ready mode, right? right? Now your brain can shift from one to the other. If you need ready mode, it's there. But when you don't need it, your body can be at this state of calm, which is what long-term is going to help, right? You cannot stay and stay healthy. You cannot stay at that level for a long life, Right. right? That's a short life. Right. So we, we have to get you back, and, and most people, we have to get them back into a state of where their body, their brain and their body can relax. So we did a lot of what we called vagal stimulation. Yes. Do you remember that, Yeah, right? that's what, that's, <laughs> that's exactly this bad boy, which is, this thing is strong, boy. <laughs> so we spent a lot of time stimulating that cranial nerve 10 because we needed your body to understand what a rest and digest mode is, right? Yeah. So if you're never in rest and digest, what happens? Well, your sleep patterns are off, mm-hmm. really off, right? Your digestive mode, that's really off too, yeah. right? Things are, are either, you know, the minute it touches your tongue, it's coming out or touches your tongue and doesn't come out for a week, right? Yeah. So digestively, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with that. So, then so real quick, yeah, when you say digestively, like I used, I've struggled with uh, irritable bowel syndrome forever. Mm-hmm. Like you eat and then I'm like, I feel like a flush of fluid just go, boom, you're like, I gotta go. Exactly. You know? And right? I, don't, I don't, I tried, <laughs> I told her, I was like, I swear this is part of the military because I've never yeah. had this issue before. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh no, you're just getting old, right? Like, like <laughs> just getting old. And I said like, there's no way, like I swear, this is a weird thing where yeah. certain, certain times I'll eat and whether I'm stressed or whatever, I feel a fluid flush and right. I'm like. We got to go because I'm mm-hmm. not a public. I don't go to pub, public public bathrooms. I'm very embarrassed about this. You know what I mean? I even take my shoes off sometimes if I have to because I hide them. I don't want people to. That's the guy. But so, <laughs> so I get like, let's go home. But that that's all part of that. Yes, all part of it. So there's something that's called the brain gut axis. You and I talk a little bit about this in clinic. But the what the the brain decides is what happens in the gut. And what the gut is doing can affect the brain, right? So if that automated system that we talked about isn't working properly, then everything gets a little bit 
distorted. So now you're eating and things are coming out and it's, you're like, God, it's only been five minutes. Really? Right. There's no way I right. digested that. Right. Exactly. No, that's exactly what happens. That's it. And, mm-hmm. and the truth is, no, you haven't digested it, but your brain's it's on ready mode and it's, it's gotta go. Right. Whoa. And so getting you into a state of calm, which is rest and digest. And you've heard this, you heard this when you yeah. were a kid, right? Um, you were in fight or flight or you're in rest and digest. Yeah, well you, When you teach shooting, you, you talk about this all the time, Absolutely. you know, like, you know, your gross motor skills, you know, things like that. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> and the breath, right? Yeah. Learning oh, to breathe, yep. slow it down, take a breath, then a pause. So you learned a lot of things, right? That can be very beneficial if done in this way, um, to this part of your life, but we're very beneficial in this part of your life done a different way, right? Yeah, it's like you have to be human again, dude. You yeah. can't just be the soldier forever. Exactly. And, and a lot of us come out, and I think that's a lot of – that's also part of why the struggle of transitioning for veterans is so mm-hmm. hard because your body is not – not only your mind is like misses it, your body is still engaged in 100%. it. 100%. And so, like, you got to get your body to, to – I see guys turn, like, super hippie, right? They go the opposite way. And I'm right. like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it because when you find that piece, you're like, oh, I, that's nice because I don't find that inner piece. It, took, right. it takes a long time to find that. And I've does. been in this route of, like – I've been on the path of wellness and searching for all these answers. And, and your clinic is one part of that, Absolutely. you know, this thing. And it's crazy to understand that, like, we don't have to be the soldier 24-7 like we think we do or – even if you subconsciously you're doing it, right? right. Subconsciously, my body was 100%. doing it. Yeah. And, and I didn't know that. Cause you were trained it. I mean, you were, you were there. Yeah. I guess one of the other things, especially for you guys in transition that is incredibly helpful is if you know that all of this is connected. Yeah. That, Hey, I'm not crazy. This wasn't like this before. It's like this now. This has nothing to do with age, yeah. right? That's the first thing that everybody goes to. Um, and, and I make it, this joke a lot, but somebody will come in and say, you know, my right knee hurts. It just, it just really hurts. I guess I'm getting old. And I ask them how old their left knee is, yeah. right? It's the same age. Oh. It's not age related, right? These things that you're going through aren't age related. These are trained related or injury related, yeah. right? And these are both things that can be healed and or fixed. So, but you have to know that it's connected in order to say, oh man, this is probably part of my TBI. Maybe I need to look into this. That's the crazy. So out of all the things I've done, this is the one thing that actually connected all those dots for me. This was like, perfect. oh my God, all my shit is because <laughs> of the a TBI, which is yeah. like, and a TBI that I did to myself eventually. Like essentially that's what I did. I said, yeah, let's do it. You know, ah, let's shoot more rounds. You know what I mean? Let's, uh, <laughs> let's eat a charge. Like uh, us, us dude yeah. in major towns at the time, genuinely, one of the things was like, Hey, you're going to go into the room and you're going to eat a flashbang because you got to know what it's like. Right. Like, okay, cool. And we sit in there. Boom. And like, all right, now we're doing six bang. You're like, okay, cool. Bing, boom, boom, boom. And we laugh about it. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, like, like it wasn't uncommon to see how close we can get to a charge. It like, it's the goofy, silly side of training that you like think like you got to be prepared for when it happens. And then you go to combat and, and it does happen sometimes, right? I was clearing, we were breaching and I'm sitting right next to the bad boy and I thought it was a three second charge. It turned out to be a five second charge. As we started getting closer to it, we're like, oh shit, it hasn't blown. And then boom, it goes right, it goes right off, you know? And you're like, that sucked. And you're, <laughs> go, go, go. You know what I mean? It's this weird thing. And so you live that life and it's all good. And I didn't realize how much of that was going to affect me now, not only as like my own health, but mental health, right. but also as a father, Absolutely. as a husband, like the testosterone issues, right? Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. All due to TBI. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, testosterone, low testosterone affects all kinds of things. Mental oh, health. Yep. Like you couldn't even believe. How about libido? Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yep. That sucks. Like to make your wife feel like you're not in the mood. Like, but I'm genuinely not. Right. Because my testosterone is fucked. And, and then, then you start questioning yourself. Yes. Right? Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's that a chain reaction that like, I know I'm not the only one. I'll, and I speak very openly about this because I think it's important for for other people who are listening to this to be like, oh shit, that's like me. Right. You know what I mean? It's, like, there's a, it's, a, it's a chain reaction that happens and we all feel so lost. And the TBI clinic, Resiliency Brain Health, honestly answered a lot of those for me. I kept coming home to my wife like, you're not going to believe this shit. You know, because as much as I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a very deep thinker in things and right. I want to find answers. And so when I was there, I found a lot of fucking answers that like Absolutely. was insane to me. And I still haven't answered this. How the fuck does chiropractic go fall into this? <laughs> what is that? Well, chiropractic was, was the path that I was on, uh, when I ended up having yet another head injury. Right. No way. And so I had a classmate take me to a clinic here in Dallas and say, Hey, I think they can help you. And I thought, okay. And so I was like, I think, I think this is possibly something I should explore, but you know, I'm in Cairo school right now, so I'll just do this. Yeah. And so I had another Dallas car accident. So these are both car accidents. The last two were car accidents. Oh my goodness. And so I went back to that clinic and said, all right, if these guys can do this, I can do this, right? Yeah. So as I was completing my chiropractic, then I started my neurology education as well and said, you know what? There's more to, uh, there's more that I can do because I am one of those people that have had multiple head injuries and could not get answers, yeah. right? I went to this place and this place and this place. And first it was, well, you're female. And then it was, it's because you're getting older. I'm like, guys, I'm 31 years old. I am not old. There is <laughs> yeah, no older yeah, to this right that, yeah, now. Right? No. Um, and so they, there was always an excuse as to why something was going on, whether it was my hormones or gastrointestinally or, or whatever. There was always a reason and none of it made any sense to me, yeah. right? Because it didn't start until this. So I knew it had to do with this. So these, these places are telling me all of this and I'm like, okay. So I'm watching and now I'm in it, right? I've graduated Cairo school and I'm, I'm, you know, in the, in this, I'm doing my, my residency and I'm, I'm doing all of this and we're treating a lot of guys and I'm like, okay, but it's still different yeah. and it is different. Female concussions are different than male concussions. The similarity is we both have them, yeah. but how they react to us are different and how they heal are very different. Oh, right. They tripped me out. So it, it, then I was on a, a quest there to figure out, okay, well, why are they so different? Well, there's a reason, right? Men and women are that different. Oh, yeah. And so then we, you know, start looking into some of the additional things that go on, which is all the hormone parts of this. And, you know, if we don't address that whole body, well, chiropractic talks about the whole body, the spirit, the physical and, and the mind. Right. And so that was a beautiful intro into how to take that what I learned in chiropractic and put it in with the neurology part and then look at somebody as a whole and say, okay, this is how the mental part of this is, is being created. Right. This is the physical parts of this. You have your spiritual parts of this. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. 
Yeah, so right? it's almost like multiple layers of answers. 100%. And there is no one, one size fits all. There is no one doc that's going to fix all of this, which is the reason we have a team, right? right? We have all of these aspects working with people, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't have all of this, then we need to send you somewhere that we can do this and we have to send you somewhere that can do this. And that's the traditional medical system, yeah, right? And yeah. then we're going to send you somewhere that can do this, but it would be advantageous to the patient. If the patient could come into a place and, and all of those things were offered in a place instead of sending the patient to 12 different places. Yeah. So that's what it is. So chiropractic con- taught me that basic fundamental. There are many, many layers to a person. Yeah. It is not a one. And then we brought this in and, put it together yeah it's wild because the chiropractic side i've done i have a buddy in uh, utah he used to be a chiropractor of mine and um he would do these all these little things but i never heard him talk outside of that not that he wasn't the guy's right. extremely knowledgeable but he was very focused on sports kind of sports yes. therapy medicine side, mm-hmm. side of it like he helped my daughter she wouldn't have got a she wouldn't have got a state championship if it wasn't for him relieving a shoulder pain and a neck injury you know Perfect. what i mean so like he did that side of it yep. so i only knew that side of chiropractic. Now, when I saw it blended with neuroscience, I was like, it makes fucking sense, dude. And it was so cool to see like the whole vibrating table. I, I, I was blown away by it. Cause I'm like, Oh, whatever. This is cool. You know? And you think about it, like, it's, it's what, but it really is engaging the brain to know those feet are still there and they're engaged. Like, don't mm-hmm. forget about those bad boys because part of the brain injuries are balanced. You know what I mean? I, tri- I used to trip, Quite often, it's something that my wife loves about me is that she gets to laugh when I fall. <laughs> Maybe that's not love. Shit. I got <laughs> to start questioning that. But every time I fall, she's like, you fall. I was like, I don't, I don't know why. But it's a weird thing that it's like a trip or a roller or this or that. And then I now start to understand like, oh, shit, this is all part of the TBI. Absolutely. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> what the fuck? It's, it shocks me. And it, right. It's a little disheartening mm-hmm. that all these years I'm just putting blame on things because yep. I've been an athlete my whole life. So hand-eye coordination has always been great. Mm-hmm. And when you start knocking a lot of fucking plates and tables and things off or dropping things, you're like, what is wrong with me? Exactly. And I started – that's when I started getting like, man, I'm just not who I used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just – I'm falling you – know, I'm falling age, apart. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And I learned so much from the clinic that like I don't even know how to explain it all. Um the shocking of the brain thing. That's mm-hmm. that, that. What is that? Are you talking about the TMS? <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's shocking my brain. Not a, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> so, transcranial magnetic stimulation is what we're talking about. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not one floor with the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Very, very different. Very different. Okay, okay. Uh, but th- that technology has been around a long time. And I don't think it was well understood for a long time, but there's a lot of research behind it now. And, it, and you know, the, the big thing that it kind of made a push in the U.S. for was depression. And so they have clearance now uh, for depression, anxiety, OCD um, in the U.S. And then, then in Europe, we have, I think, 22 different clearances for it. So the research is still going on in the U.S. pulling from some of that stuff. But it has been in the, you know, mental health realm for so long, it hasn't thought been thought of that it could help anything else. It was just going to be for depression or it was just going to be for obsessive compulsive disorders. And so as we took that research and started to bring it into the TBI world and said, well, wait a minute, what we know about the TBI is after testing, we saw frontal lobe was a big issue. Well, yeah. if in depression, they're upregulating the frontal lobe and changing how someone's 
uh, brain is now um, uh, firing, then we can do the same with your TBI, right? So if we can fire up the frontal lobe, because that's where your diagnostics show that you have a deficit, right. why couldn't we get that aspect working? And so we can take that, and it is in fact a magnet, right? What right. we know about magnets, right, yeah. is polarity. It changes polarity, so we can change the polarity in the brain. And they have superficial and very deep magnets, and, and you know, um, there's a lot of really good research going on about for major depressive disorders with some of the deeper magnets. But we can take and stimulate that frontal lobe, which is where your biggest deficit was, right. and then go from there and say, okay, now let's start doing some of those activities that should be normal that aren't quite normal, why that frontal lobe is actually activating like it's supposed to. Because right. that lobe's been injured, and it's not been completely dormant. It's just not active like it was supposed to, right? It's not been regulating everything. So we're going to stimulate it get it to start doing the things it needs to do, challenge it, and see if we can build that new pathway or recreate that pathway that was damaged at one point. Yeah, one of the, that just brings me to, uh, it was Dr. Eisman? Eisenman. Eisenman. There it is, Eisenman. Eisenman. She, uh, <laughs> she was funny because she was, she's funny to me because she was, she we laughed a lot because yes. she would always talk about these things, but she realized that I read a lot and so she'd always Give me here's a new book. Here's a new book and, and ideas. Um, but I remember one of the drills we were doing. I had to remember something about her dog. It was it was it was so funny. But <laughs> but it it reminded me of the machine that I was in, the rotating machine. Mm -hmm. And you guys we were doing no nos in there, mm -hmm. and no nos was a, it's a I look left and right, left and right kind of thing. And that's I don't understand what it is to be honest. But the weird part about it is then when you introduce smell. Mm -hmm. That was like fascinating. I said, why do, you, why do we do that? And I thought it was because I was getting nauseous. You're like, mm -hmm. well, one, the peppermint helps with that, right? Or something like that. It does, yeah. But the other part was that you were locking in the 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 scent was help locking in the training. Mm -hmm. Can the you memories. explain that better? Yeah. So we talk about some of the, the best way to recall a memory is a smell, right? Yeah. And one of the con the conversations we generally have is, you know, who in your family cooks and what does that smell? And, and the minute you say it, everybody smiles just yeah. like that. Right? <laughs> everybody smiles and they have this thought, this picture in their head. So they can, you know, what mom's cinnamon buns, right? right? So you can smell them, you can taste them, you can see the kitchen, you know what mom you know, what pan she uses, you, you know, everything about it. It just brings all of this memory. Yeah. And that's an area in the brain called the hippocampus. Yeah. Okay. And so smell, the smell center goes right to the hippocampus. So we can take, as we're building these pathways, right, we can take and use smell to help the brain lock in some of these pathways or, right. or lock in some of these memories. It's great as a study tool for people that are in school, kids, adults alike. Um, but you can use that. And so what we would do is, and that was a combined therapy. We didn't do that right away. We yeah. did that a, yeah, later on, later right. on That's into probably it. within like five days after maybe more towards the second week. Right. Yeah. So we, we got you where you could first be in the, it's called OVARD off vertical axis rotation device. It looks very futuristic, yeah. right? So we, we got you where you could be in there and we could spin you and we weren't creating any negative plasticity. So we created the positive plasticity for that working on your vestibular system, yes. right? Vestibular. And then we started with the eye exercises because we had been doing those with you seated and then standing and then, you know, in here moving, right? Yes. So we're going to do layers of that. So now we're going to combine these two because that's how life works, right? right? We're doing all kinds of things at the same time. Yeah. 
And then we're going to introduce smell because we've, we've created positive plasticity with these other two things. And we're going to lock it in with that smell. Right. <laughs> and so these are just layers of how we do this for you to get to where you need to be. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy how, yeah, I just found it to be fascinating. I'm sure people ask questions like David, I kept asking questions because I couldn't believe like, this is like, how the hell has no one ever told Look, I got out of the military and active duty in 2007. Right. This is 2023. I'm barely getting introduced to something like this. Like there's never been. So it's lanes. Keep that in mind. Every doctor has a lane. Yeah. Right. And so when you were, you know, if you went to your gastroenterologist, they're going to talk to you about your gastro system. Mm -hmm. They're not going to connect necessarily how your brain controls all of this. They've. Medicine has come to parts of the body. Um, that's the positive about chiropractic. It still looks at the whole body, right? Yeah. Which was why that was a good basis for me getting into this, right? But you can't have a wrist without a hand and an arm. So if I only look at your wrist, I'm doing you a disservice, right? Yeah. But gastro and, and you know, your gastro dogs are only going to look at your gastro system because pretty much that's what medicine, you know, uh, medicine has kind of put them in a box that this is the only system they can look at. Yeah. Right. Um, my best example of this is podiatry. Podiatry, when you would go, you say, hey, man, you know, I'm having some problems with my feet. I need somebody to look at it. They'd send you to the podiatrist. He'd look at your foot, your ankle, your knee, your hip and your low back, because that all kind of it goes together. You right. can't have one without the other. But now podiatrists have been put down into a box where they can only talk to you about your foot and your ankle. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. All that pressure <laughs> comes from somewhere. And then you come back and you say, hey, doc, man, you, you put me in those, you know, you fix my feet and now my back doesn't hurt. And he's like, yeah, but I can't talk to you about that. I mean, so it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they they're doing the best they can in the lanes that they're in. Yeah. Um, they just they just need a new lane. It seems to be how it seems to be something that's so new because a lot of a lot of special operations like I heard about it from another special operations dude who said, "Hey, bro, this is a good good clinic." I said, "Well, I need to get it," you know. And luckily, Defenders of Freedom, the five hundred one C three, you guys go check them out and, and show them some love because they've been able to support a, a long list of veterans who go through this program. Uh, but it took word of mouth for yeah. me to learn, not nothing else. Like I didn't hear the VA hadn't offered this to me. Uh, right. I haven't had any doctors even tell me this like I go to the doctor for my stomach all the time I go to the doctor for my my headaches mm -hmm. right like I do all these things and you go to the VA but no one put it all together in one like kind of simple format which is interesting because the VA does have chiropractors I've never been able to get one but they will only let them do this yeah right it's not that they're not trained to do all of this but they're only allowed again they're in a box yeah they're only allowed to do this if you go to there. So that's part of the where, where we've come. Because because docs have de decided over a period of time to specialize, they've specialized themselves into tiny little boxes that now they don't know how to get out of. Yeah. Right? Wow. Modern medicine. Yeah. <laughs> For so, all the technology, it's not necessarily... A yeah, it's crazy. You know, my, my wife, um, she got... <laughs> She got a concussion bite. She closed the door and one time and then she turned around and the door hit her. <laughs> and she didn't understand. She was like, oh, babe, I got hit really hard. I thought someone punched me. I kind of like lost my way for a second. Wow. And I was like, whoa, dude. And, and it was like day three. She goes, I'm still having this headache. And my neck is sore. And I said, dude, if you're sore, like your neck, is, that, was a, that was a serious hit. Go to the doctor. And the doctor right. said she had a concussion. Right. 
But she still has issues, I think, from that original concussion that was like five years ago because we never knew there was probably more she should do. Right. So now, like, when you talk about your car accident, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, man, maybe maybe I need to send Christy over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, we see civilians, too. Do you? <laughs> we do. I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to I'm going to have to go over there and just check her vestibular system. <laughs> I'm just throwing big words. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I don't I don't ride um, roller coaster. Well, I haven't. I, I haven't yeah. tried since. But I, I I remember going to a Six Flags and going on a ride. Man, I remember as a kid. I'd go to every single ride I could. Absolutely. And I went to a Six Flags and went on one of the cool rides, one of the bigger ones, whatever it was, Superman, Viper, whatever it is. And I remember coming off and I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I felt... I, the dizziness didn't go away for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And then I felt extremely nauseous, but like, almost like if I turn, I felt like a slow and I was like, no, I don't feel good. I'm just going to sit here. And I felt bad for my kids cause I couldn't like entertain them anymore, you know? Right. And so I, I do my best to try and go on some of those rides, but I know mm-hmm. when it's too much, I'm like, it's just going to ruin the day for me. Yeah. And is that, that's all part of a TBI. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Well, and, and because your brain hadn't healed, right. You yeah. were still having some issues with that. Then you stimulated that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You learned a little bit about how that stimulation works, right? We stimulated it by the up and down and around, mm-hmm. right? So that cerebellar, we, we did some stimulation there. Yeah. And then the output wasn't positive because your brain couldn't process the amount of stimulation. Yeah. So in clinic, there were some days where we're like, yeah, you're a little too stimulated. We're going to stop this yeah. right here and go do something else. This yeah. is not beneficial for you. Well, on a roller coaster, you can't very well say, <laughs> I need to stop right here. Stop, stop this, yeah, please. Can we stop this right here? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get off and then you guys continue, <laughs> right? If you could, you'd do really well with it. That'd right? be nice. That'd but, be nice. Because you can't, um, you, your brain was overstimulated, didn't know how to process, process that information. Right. And so then you ended up feeling concussed, basically. Yeah. You felt really That's exactly. bad. It felt like a concussion, mm-hmm. but like without any of the trauma of the concussion. Right. Damn. So it doesn't mean you can never do those. Yeah. I would just say, you know, the next time you decide to go, make that your last yeah. Right. See how you do with it. Right. Wait in line, do all the things when it's your turn to get on, you know, step through, let the kids go, pick them up, you know, do your business, but try it. Yeah. See how you do at the end. Right. That's a trip. And, uh, I, I like to spar in boxing. I never go hard, but I'm always nervous that like, if I go training and you know, the little hits do feel mm-hmm. them all, but they're not severe. Could those potential have like backlash where it, it, it <laughs> If your brain was not in a, in a good place before you went in, absolutely, right? Yeah. It's going to be like any other. Right. But if you get your yourself into a good place and, you're, and you are sparring, you're not taking full head hits and right. wearing gear and doing the things you need to do, and you come out of there and you're like, nah, I'm actually pretty good, right? And this is on the occasion, not on the daily. Yeah. You're going to do okay. Yeah. But there are things that I would do, you know, make sure that your lifestyle is that low inflammatory lifestyle that we talk about, right? Right, low inflammatory, that's right. Yeah, so making sure you're getting good sleep, all the things that you need, right? Making sure you stay hydrated, doing all the things that are actually for health, right? Yeah. Live a healthy lifestyle and enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. And when you feel some of those symptoms, you go, you know what? We're going to cut that right here. There's a couple of things I need to do over the next couple of days to take some of that down and we're good to go. We keep moving forward, right? So it's not for you to live in fear that something may bump your head. Yeah. It's for you to live a healthy lifestyle. And if there's a problem, you know what to do over the next several days. It's badass. It's, it's kind of crazy. 
I think there's a lot of veterans out there. You guys who are listening to this, a lot of not even just veterans. How about just any of you who've had brain injuries and you start thinking about your life and thinking about some of the things that you struggle with currently. I struggled with losing debit cards like crazy. I struggled with losing keys and wallets. I've implemented things in my life that helped me with that. With things like the square or whatever it is, a tile, that's what it is and right. things like that. But as well as my, my irritable bowel syndrome, I didn't realize it was linked to it. My my uh, struggles with the, the with with testosterone was was due in due to that. Um, sometimes like my my short temper, not more temper, but like my edginess, I guess right. very edgy. Mm-hmm. It was all in due to that. So those of you guys who are listening, like there's a lot of answers and, and if you have questions, I highly recommend you look into this. It's resiliency brain health, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the name of it. You can find you where at? Uh you can find us on all social media. All social media mm-hmm. platforms. Yep. Um is there anything that you would want to tell anyone who's listening right now that, that maybe has some concerns or looking for some some kind of relief? If if you have a question, call, right? I'm happy to to get on the phone. Dr. Eisenman will get on the phone. We'll, we're happy to to answer some questions for you. Is this related? Because like you very well know, there's a lot that goes into this before you come in as a patient. I want to make sure that we can help you before you get there. I don't want to waste time, time and money, right? Yeah. Uh, anybody's time or money if we cannot help you, yeah. right? So if you have a question, send an email, right? Or shoot over a text or, or you know, um, on the social media platform, just hit something on there. I'm happy to answer a question. Uh, and then there are times that, you know, we just need to get on the phone and talk for a second to see. But, you know, sleeplessness, that's the big one. People do not realize how much your sleep is affected by concussion, right? So whether you're a person that's all of a sudden sleeping 20 hours a day, or you're a person that's sleeping every third day, those are sleep changes, right? And those are big deals for the brain. Yeah. GI, GI is a major one. Headaches and migraines are huge, right? Yeah. Um, overall joint aches and pains for no apparent reason. You wake up and you're like, I don't know why I'm hurting or sore today. I haven't done anything, right? right. So there's a lot that goes into this. So if you have a question about it, just let us know. What are the organizations that's currently helped fund some of the veterans that have been into your clinic? I know Defenders of Freedom is one. Yes. Defenders of, and Defenders of Freedom has multiple chapters now. Okay. So we have Defenders of Freedom in Texas, Florida, Pennsylvania, Kansas City, right? So all of those chapters have helped uh, or sent people in. Uh, Coast to Coast Foundation uh, are sending people in. Texas Valor Project. Texas Valor Project. Yep, those mm-hmm. are my buddies. Those, Absolutely. Yeah, those are good dudes. Um, those guys are sending some in. Um, that's all I can think about right now. I know there's more, but those I'm gonna are the ones that come to the top. I'm going to try and get my organization. I'm going to try and raise some money for my organization. I have an organization called Tomorrow Battalion, and oh, I'm going to try and start sending guys as well. Awesome. Through us to you guys. And you can always link up with the other ones, and they can help you. Um, uh, they're really good about working with different types of organizations, you know, different yeah. types of nonprofits. Uh, but you never know until you ask, right? Yeah, absolutely. Make the call. Yeah, if you guys are veterans that are interested in this, you guys, uh, OAF, OEF, combat veterans who suffer from some kind of traumatic brain injury or think you do, mm-hmm. um, feel free to reach out to me as well. I'll forward all messages to me to the clinic or to some of the nonprofits who have been supporting them. Right. Uh, I would love to give guys more opportunities to to see this firsthand mm-hmm. and to reap the benefits of it. Uh, I'm still in the program. I have to I have a call later today <laughs> at 2 o'clock. I got to do my homework. I got to go check my way. But, um, so, and that's the other thing to know. There is a, it is a two week intensive in clinic, but we're together for the next six months, right? We're, we're doing things. You're, you have requirements to do outside of here. So it's, we understand that everything will not be fixed in two weeks. This is just to get you to a starting point, to get things going for you, to, 
to figure out what's going on and to give you some answers, right? right? And then let's continue this relationship over this period of time so you continue to improve. Yeah. Today, I was lifting weights. I was doing curls. I had my eyes closed. And I'm like, <laughs> stay balanced, bro. <laughs> I, was thinking about, I was thinking about the whole balancing with my leg and everything on the machine. So... Yeah, no, I really appreciate it, uh, Dr. G. Uh, I, I don't know how comfortable you were coming in here and talking, and I was like, I, I just want to ask all the questions because you enlightened me so much on my own path, and you, I think you've helped me personally in my own life, and then that, and that I wanted to share that with other people who listen to the podcast and hopefully get more eyes on your program and continue Perfect. to find other organizations who want to support this as well. I love it. Thanks. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to my sponsors. You guys already know. Core Medical Group, Testosterone, I use... And now the clinic as well, we're support, they're supporting me and we're trying to connect that dot mm-hmm. for you guys. That'd be really awesome. Uh, you got GMR Gold. You guys go check out that Boy Unbox subscription. I'm going to hide some gold here soon in California. I'm going to say that now. So you guys go check out where the answers are going to be here, I think, in two weeks. Uh, we got Modern Gun School. Yeah, I hide gold. <laughs> it's fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> Modern Gun School. Uh, it is a uh, It is a distance learning school that teaches you armorer certifications okay it is one of the best out there there's several out there but i promise you you'll learn more and a more significant certification through uh through modern gun school and um you know i've been working with them for several years now and they continue to amaze me you guys go check them out if you guys have any questions please uh, ask they do take the gi bill and voc rehab but the gi bill if you're sitting on it you're not doing nothing with it you want to learn how to armor some guns go check out Modern Gun School. Uh, there is Everest. Everest is a website that has anything you can think of outdoors. It is a trading post, if you will. So if you guys go to Everest.com and you're looking to be an outdoorsman, you think about camping, you think about hunting, you can find everything you need there. It's like an online sports store, uh, an outdoor store. And so I love them. They are genuinely really good people. I'm going to be getting some stuff from them so I can do some giveaways as well as our next retreat. Uh, it's going to be sponsored by them because we're, they're going to be donating a lot of the items from their stores. You guys go check them out. It's a trading post. It's a beautiful thing. If you like the outdoors, you'll love them. So go check out Everest.com. Either way, hey, you guys go check out oh the book. Um, you know, we're, we're selling the book. It's pre-order now. We're trying to hit New York Times bestselling uh, authors list. Obviously, it's about the border. It's a good book. I promise you. If you guys have questions about that book, go check out Jocko's podcast. I think I was on 408. Either way, thank you guys for joining us. Thank Thank you, Dr. G. Sorry about the whole. No worries. You know, they're the ones who pay for the, (laughs) this whole thing. And we appreciate that. Yeah, no, we do appreciate that.